Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from the past. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. Now, as we review these throwbacks, remember many of these recordings were made over a decade ago. I just ask that you keep that historical context in mind. Today in 2020, there's a vastly different consciousness. Risk has always asked our storytellers to err on the side of not being too cautious, to speak in as unfiltered a way as possible. That said, we also want our storytellers to be compassionate in their storytelling. But even in stories where you hear an overall compassionate context to the sharing, you might still notice some moments that strike you as cringeworthy today. A lot of these storytellers, and myself as the host of some of the oldest episodes, would probably have handled those moments differently today. As always, the title of the series, Risk, is itself a trigger warning. This week, a story that Kumail Nanjiani first shared on the podcast in March of 2015. Here's Kumail now with a story we call Pure Fuck Machine. Hello. I actually just a couple days ago got back from vacation. I was in Singapore and... uh, Oh, that's not someone clapping. Um, I was like, yeah, Singapore. Good choice. <laughs> Something happened that changed my life forever. I, uh, I used a bidet for the first time. Has anyone ever? Holy fuck. Why isn't everyone just talking about this? 
my life will forever be divided into two sections. Before I ever used a bidet and the age of enlightenment. It's unbelievable. The first thing, how does it know exactly where to go? Isn't everyone different? How does it? This had the knowing touch of an old lover. <laughs> I just used it the first time. I used it. This is the sound that came out of me. I was like, ooh. Just like loudly to myself. Like cold in places that have never felt the cold, you know? It's pretty great. I was there for like 20 minutes. I was talking to it after that. Fuck. And then I came home and I miss it every day. I miss it. But I'm taking it day at a time. And I can't, and my friend was like, you know, they have them here. I'm like, yeah, but I can't install one in my rental. That's a really horrible conversation with my landlord. Like, hey, listen, uh, I have a filthy asshole and it needs all the help it can get. I mean, in the beginning, I used it so much, I was using it just to feel clean, and then I was just using it to feel like myself, you know? <laughs> so great. How many people have not used one ever? You haven't, sir. You know what's wonderful is the feeling that after all these years, life still has the capacity to surprise you, <laughs> to catch you sideways, you know, or right in the middle. <laughs> You gotta do it. I'm like, I'm like jealous. I wish I could do it again for the first time. It's so amazing. Who has done it and did not like it? See? Nobody. Why aren't we all doing it? Nobody hates it. You can do puns. You can do puns with it. You know what it feels like? It feels like tasting vanilla ice cream for the first time. With your butt. It's the greatest. Anyway, so that's euphoria. But the story I'll tell is also about that, but it's also it's something great and then something horrible. In fact, it's one of the worst days of my life. It turns into. Um, this happened when I was like 10. Okay, so here are some... You need to know a couple things before the story. One... I didn't start wearing underwear until it was I was way too old. Okay, this is a story of why I start wearing underwear. Uh, the other thing you have to know is I grew up in Karachi, Pakistan, and we had a amusement park there, and it was called Funland, which sounds like a real first draft name, right? Like, come on, guys, try harder. It's right down the street from work building and food room. Like come up with something, you know? But the thing, uh, what happened at Funland was every now and then someone would die. Kind of routinely, people would die and it was just part of the thing of Funland, you know? The car would fly off, someone would die. Here, if that happened, there's investigations. No, in Pakistan, it would be like a small, like, Funland claims another life. And we would actually go then, because we were like, probability-wise, now it's not gonna happen for a while. So go get that shit right now, you know? And it was actually kind of life-affirming. What they would do is, right across from Funland was this empty field, and they would just move the cars of death, just leave them in the field as like a warning, like, it's gonna be fun, but it could also be that, you know? Like, you don't have to sign anything, but look at what could happen. So every time you went, you sort of had death, and then you choose life, you know? It was, it was kind of life-affirming. It was fucking awesome. 
So we would do that, and then one day, my uh, all of my cousins, uh, we were all gonna go, and this was right around the time I had just, this is where the euphoria part comes in, around that age, you know what I'm talking about, I just discovered masturbation. <laughs> discovered is a strong way to put it. I didn't like Indiana Jones my way into a crypt and read a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin, who was my age, came over once and was like, hey, I heard that if you go up and down on your penis, something happens. And I was like, go into the bathroom and try it right now. And so he's in there for like two minutes. He comes out red-faced. And I was like, how was it? And his lips move, but no sound comes out. And then he picked up a BB gun and shot a crow. And I was like, I gotta do that. <laughs> Today I become a man, you know? So I go in, uh, I have a very repressed Muslim up upbringing. I do it and it happens so quickly, like 30 seconds. Like I think I lost 30 pounds right away. <laughs> and I sort of come to, this is true, this is completely true, I sort of come to and I'm on the floor um, and I see, I swear, my Muslim repression dripping from the ceiling. <laughs> that is completely true. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> awesome. And I, spoiler alert, I've never hit the ceiling again. <laughs> that was it. So uh, I, was, I was doing that a lot. I was just, I was like scheduling my day around like, can we move it to four? Cause I gotta get another one in, you know? I was just doing it a lot. So the day we were going to Funland, I, um, I'd already done it three times and this was like noon. So my cousins are gonna be there in 10 minutes. So I was like, I could get one more in, you know? So I go in and I, so I would have like different levels of people I would think about based on how much time I had. So I didn't have much time, so I went for the nuclear option, which is possessed Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters. I mean, that is the hottest scene of all time, right? So willing and hot. So I'm in there, I get started, and my cousins get there early, and my mom starts yelling at me right away. Like, so it's already the fourth time I'm trying it, it's already kind of hard, and now my mom's yelling at me, and like Sigourney's down there floating, and it's, it's, uh, it's very difficult. Um, and my mom's like, we have to go to Funland! I'm like, that's where I'm trying to go right now! Just give me 30 quiet seconds. Um, I finally like will myself to do it. Like I get it done, I get the job done. There's no like, again, there's no real fun in it, you know? It's, now it's just workmanlike, nothing I don't think comes out. Um, and then, uh, if you remember, uh, this is why I started wearing underwear. Um, in my, in my uh, a hurry, I r pull my jeans up and I zip up <laughs> through, like it's not even stuck in there anymore. <laughs> like it's through, not like the tip, it's not like, and I have half a penis. I don't know why I sat on this story for so long. This should have been the first story I ever told. I would change my name. Um, no, just like the side, like a chunk of the side comes out. Yeah, real bad. And then it's bleeding. And I'm like, I don't want to get infected. So I get my dad's aftershave and I pour it down there. And it feels like if fire had teeth, you know? It's like the kind of pain where I'm flashing back to like football highlights and pictures of dead relatives and the armies marching out of Mordor, which those movies hadn't even come out yet. I prophesied that. That's how bad the pain was. 
but then I go to Funland and I see the death on the, on the left and then I go to the right, uh, but I have no underwear, so it's chafing against my, the entire time. Really, really horrible. And to this day, I have a horrible scar from it. Um, it's functional, don't worry, it's doing great. It's, it's really, you know, got stories to tell. Uh, but uh, and now I'm married, which is good, because I kind of like had to sort of had that talk with whoever I charmed enough to like get down there, you know? Like, uh, hey, it's not a weird thing. I mean, it is kind of a weird thing. In Pakistan, we had a theme park called Funland. <laughs> All right, thanks guys, that was great. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.